Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mixed Bag Podcast. This is episode three of the show and we've something a bit different today. I'm delighted to be joined by three very special guests. We have Anna, Lisa and Molly Kennedy and they are the sisters behind Mask Your Face. Welcome to the show. How are you getting on? Good, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming on. These are definitely people that I'd mind to get on at the start in terms of someone that's doing something in, in Letterkenny and um, bringing a business out as well in these tough times is, is no mean feat. So definitely something we're looking forward to today. I suppose we'll just be talking a bit about your experiences, your own background as well, and then of course the business. I've asked this to, to everyone so far, but if COVID is, is gone tomorrow, where's the first place you'd want to go, do you think? Uh, definitely somewhere warm. As far away as possible. <laughs> with, with good sun. Australia, maybe. <laughs> the first plane out. Good stuff. And uh, I suppose you're, you're based in Letterkenny now, but you actually have a bit of a, an American background. <laughs> um, we, we were... So we were actually all born in... We're all going to start talking over each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, we were all actually born in New York. Um, so we lived there for the first few years of our lives. We all went to school um, for like one or two years there. Anna was the oldest when we left. She was eight. So she probably has the most memories about it. Um, and yeah, so... We all have our American passports, which is really handy too. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, and do you remember much about it? I suppose like you were very young. Of was it eight, six, and four? You were saying earlier on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. I remember much of it now. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but when you see like photographs and stuff, some parts do go back to you, and like you remember the the old house that we lived in, or like the um, mum used to have a shop out there as well. So you remember like kind of go one in and out of that and stuff. Um, and dad had a bar restaurant out there as well so we just kind of grew up <laughs> um, in, in the business I suppose um, yeah. but yeah in the city life and then we came, came back to <laughs> Donegal then <laughs> yeah actually you can't beat it like um, so I suppose you just come back in anyway and, and where did you just go to primary school and we went to Ilshan National School Right, okay. So it was a bit of a change, I suppose, from the, the bright lights in New York. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because we, we'd started in um, elementary school over there. Well, I, obviously, I was I was only in kindergarten or whatever. Um, but yeah, and whenever we came back, it was it was a bit of a change. Fair enough. Um, I suppose then, if you're looking from the, the business side of things, when you are younger and because it's in design and, you know, you're actually creating the product as well, was that something that you were always interested in when you were younger, kind of going up in, in primary school and obviously your mom had the shop as well? Yeah, well, I think from a young age, we were kind of exposed to that, like, business and, like, as you said, our parents had their own businesses, so we were always kind of, like, brought up in that kind of an environment. Um now none of us like actually did business in yeah. school or like had that kind of like concrete business background where we learned um but we are just kind of learning as we go with the business and we have learned so much so far and it's always like great to have the support obviously of our parents um with their experiences and yeah I think that's really where it came from more like more than more like our background rather than in school 
Exactly. You are nearly taking mm-hmm. bits from your mom and dad in terms of the business side of things and then also from the design sort of things and then creating your own kind of product as well. So it's, it's interesting to see. Um, as well, a few people that I've had on in terms of Adam and Wallsey have, have, haven't come from business backgrounds either. So it's kind of interesting to see that if you are passionate about you know, a, a product, you're able to create that business um, and that you don't need a business degree. So it's just interesting to, to hear that. I suppose what he's actually doing in college and if he's are studying at the minute just out of a matter of interest um well i'm doing chemistry in college i'm up in ucd and i'm in my third year so i have one more year to do and um i took a year out so i'm hoping to study graphics in the loit next september good stuff and i'm in minus and i'm doing law irish and history um i'm I'm just in first year, so I have a while to go yet. How was the um? How did the whole predicted grade scenario go for you? Um, obviously it was so um so new, and nobody kind of knew what what was happening or what to expect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got predicted grades. I didn't I didn't set any uh, exams, but um, yeah, I was happy enough. I think I could have been happier though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In in some some subjects, but um. It'll be interesting to see how it goes this year after like having one year done with yeah. it. I know, exactly. It's a bit of a mess. Like and even I, I felt sorry for the sixth years last year because and and as well for the fifth years last year that are now in sixth year because it is all up in the air and like you'd nearly rather a concrete answer as well at this stage. Yeah, I, I think the oh, sixth absolutely. years now have it worse nearly. Yeah, definitely. I was I was chatting to a few sixth years and they were saying they're they're saying that um uh that they, like they literally have practically nothing to base um predicted grades off or like accredited grades I think it's called uh, this year I don't even know but um like other than the junior search and then a few class tests because they literally haven't been in school which is just mental yeah. to think about. I know no it's not ideal now and and how, how have you found kind of you know obviously college is such a big experience and and first year is it an important year how have you found doing it online? Um. Well, obviously, I'd rather not be doing remote learning, um, but um, obviously, I don't, I don't really have a choice. Um, it's fine. Like, I think I, I, I'm I, probably studying a bit better because I'm at home anyway and I have nothing really to do. Um, yeah. But we were, I was chatting to a few people who were like um, from just in first year as well. And they were saying how it's, it's going to be so weird when we actually do get on campus. Because obviously, well, first of all, we haven't been on campus to see anywhere where we're going or anything. But yeah. if we're actually in a lecture, we're going to hear voices from like a team's meeting and recognize the voice rather than recognize the face it's gonna be so strange yeah but yeah I'm excited to get actually on campus and actually do college life properly yeah no definitely I'd imagine so I suppose Lisa you're you're a bit like me in terms you've had a bit of in class and then online as well how are you finding it oh yeah you miss the (laughs) face-to-face lectures a lot like just even the social part of it um yeah the day is just kind of all turn into one when you're just going from the same three rooms in your house but uh I'm actually quite lucky in the sense that we still have our labs face to face so I get to go into college once a week or so so that isn't too bad at least it kind of breaks up the week for me exactly that's good to hear anyway I suppose we'll we'll all get through it eventually at some stage I'm sure I suppose then this time last year was probably a big turning point for you, but it was a big turning point for everyone, I suppose. But in terms of your own business, um, just talk to me through how you kind of came up with the first idea of the company um, in the first place and, and maybe like how, how it all started. 
Um, so basically, um, mum, obviously we, we hit the first lockdown and no one really expected anything that crazy from it. But um, when public facilities and stuff closed down, um, mum started making uh, face masks for those who were going in to, um, to hospital to get chemotherapy or treatment for cancer, because obviously they had to still use the hospital facilities. Um, and then eventually uh, mum went back to work. And there were still people asking uh, to, for these masks. <laughs> right, yeah. And we um, basically said that we would help out and take over, kind of. Um, and then we started making them for family friends, and they told their friends, and they told their families, or whatever. And yeah. um, eventually it just got bigger. We made the Instagram page. Um, we didn't even know what to call it at the time. We yeah. just looked for any, any name that, that had mask in it, I suppose. And um, then we made the Facebook page. and. At the time, we were just taking um, orders from direct messages, so it just was a mess whenever the government um, made face masks compulsory because we were yeah. we just became inundated and we had so many messages, and we definitely we just like then and there we were like we need another platform to take all these orders. Um, yeah. So then we had the, the website, and I think that's when we really um, got some wind under our wings. And we really kind of started believing in this little company that we had I suppose but yeah, yeah. that's it just it started from very humble beginnings <laughs> <laughs> good stuff um you speak there about setting up the the website did you find that challenging is that what what was uh it was a Shopify was it or was it something else yeah that was kind of my corner <laughs> thing. Um, we I kind of got advised by one of my friends to like try out Shopify um even though I had like I knew very little about it uh but I give it a go anyway and it did take me a while to get used to uh there's a lot of like things that you have to a lot of like different apps and stuff you can download onto your Shopify and account and stuff like that so it it did take a lot of time um I was about a month before I even got the like first sort of draft like it isn't what the website looks like now but it was at the time um a very basic sort of website up yeah. we just had to get something up for can I like to organize ourselves a bit more because as Molly said like the direct messages were coming in and it took so much time like to go through them and then like have that conversation with someone Definitely, over and yeah. back and yeah get their details and like yeah so that it was so much better once we got the website up and running but I'm still like learning things on it and it's like such a great platform for anybody starting out recommend yeah i think walsey and adam are actually on shopify as well and it's were you kind of learning stuff on online and youtube and stuff about it or how are you kind of find out more information about it yeah exactly i was using like youtube videos or just like even their like helpline and right, stuff right, like yeah. that yeah <laughs> and um and again one of like our my friends helped me as well so it was just kind of like a bit of everything yeah, yeah. and you just kind of learn as you go it's like anything you kind of just get better as it better at it as you go exactly yeah so it was good i'd say as well it, it kind of took your mind off probably the, the whole pandemic thing it gave you a bit of a bit of structure in your day as well as i suppose everyone else is is trying to find something to do when they are locked in the house but you just kind of had a, a goal and a vision in your heads and it kept you busy i suppose definitely we were we were flat out <laughs> we were making them and then um like trying to get them made as the orders came in which was like uh, it was a lot of pressure at the time because we had like no stock 
like when it first started out and we got like all these orders um because we weren't expecting that at all so when that did happen we were kind of always chasing our tail trying to catch up on orders and whatnot so by the time then that we got the website up and everything it was kind of running more smoothly and we had like an idea of how to go about it but it definitely kept us busy in the house um yeah definitely we would stuff to do every single day (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) good stuff i suppose the actual material itself um where did you end up sourcing that from um we were lucky in that sense (laughs) because mum actually had contacts because obviously she had her own um kind of material to source for herself designer designer yeah range okay um so she had a few wholesalers um contacts and she knew exactly how to go about it and stuff um but she tried to stay within irish wholesalers we tried to keep within um ireland yeah just to get more business at home i suppose now at the very start as well we had in within our house like our mum had her own studio what she used to work out of right um originally when she had her fashion designer range so she had this studio and she had so much fabric left over from like years ago and we at the start we did try and use some of that up and that was kind of what kept us going at the start um and then eventually then we started to make orders and stuff because those like orders from wholesalers do have to be quite big orders definitely yeah yeah so yeah i suppose you need to know as well like in advance what type of design you'd want as well when you are booking that and if you are going by trends as well was was that something that you found kind of difficult kind of maybe predicting what you want to to make in maybe two months in advance yeah exactly yeah exactly um, was uh, (laughs) (laughs) is there competing uh, here for the mics (laughs) (laughs) um it was definitely a challenge yeah because uh obviously we us three could like it and then we could put it out and I, I could get like no um nobody might buy it like we don't know you can't tell yeah. um but then also like it wasn't just the pattern or the print of the material there was like the the feel of it and the texture of it on your face or how it would pan out um with that kind of stuff and then uh, obviously when we went on to headscarves and um scrunchies and stuff it was like how it would deal with an elastication if we were using like elastics or whatever or like mm-hmm. um for tied around your hair and stuff like that there's just there's a lot of um little small elements that you wouldn't think that has to go into thinking process of yeah and with the scrunchies and the the head scarves we we decided to start them just because we did have like all these kind of leftover pieces of material and stuff once we had right. cut out the masks so we we didn't really want to throw them away because we and we're trying to be sustainable. <laughs> so we uh, decided I'll, to I'll like... make sure to keep that in, Lisa. Don't worry. These are definitely a, a sustainable company. <laughs> You'll be getting all the brand deals now, so you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, just when you're talking there about kind of diversifying the business in terms of the different products that you're making as well did you think that was an important to do as well as saving the material and of course being sustainable but was that something that you felt that you could do and, and that you should do especially when moving out of the pandemic and kind of to keep the, the company going in a way yeah a hundred percent um we wanted to definitely expand past just the face masks um although like we did so much with the face masks and we had so many different prints and everything and we just kind of decided that we might do a few other things with it like 
um, and kind of keep it like an accessory kind of brand um, for now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of, we always kind of wanted to branch out a little bit anyway. I always thought it'd be so cool to have like a, a fashion line or something, but I know um, that's like to even have that as a realistic concept, you need such uh, facilities and like uh, we, resources. We need a lot more space and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, just to, in case ma- uh, face masks ever did, um, you know, don't need to wear them anymore. Um, we just thought we'd we'd have the other accessories as well, just to make sure. Exactly. How did you decide on the the dog scarves and, and everything like that? Was that just from your own interest, or were you asking kind of people what they'd be interested in, or what was kind of the idea behind that? Um. Well, we think they're so cute, first of all. <laughs> um, but also, they're like really easy to make if you think about it. And right. like, we're we're not like that skilled of seamstress, so <laughs> um, that kind of suited us. And they can use like the same fabric as the masks as well. So it was really it was really handy if we were getting mask material. Right. Might as well get some more material for some kind of patterns for dogs too. <laughs> Yeah, and we can see they're really coming into fashion now, which is so strange. Like, like Zara's doing them, and North Face has dog bandanas. It's so funny. Right. <laughs> um, as well as that, you've you've kind of gone into candles and diffusers as well. Um, that's just kind of expanding again on kind of the products that you that you have. Was that something that you've always wanted to do as well, in terms of branching out even further from the actual material? Um, yeah, candles were kind of a, a new thing, but we always burn candles in the house. We always we always like them, and they're quite um, they're quite timeless. Like, you know, they'll never really go out of style. Um, but Mum was actually she considered to make her own candle range a few years back. She was independently just um, so she had uh, she knew a contact. I just kind of panned out in that way. Um, and then whenever we designed a label and a box and it was, it just kind of was like, okay, yeah, maybe we should try this. And, um, yeah, we, we've been still going with them ever since we've, um, four cents and two, four cents of candles and two cents of, uh, diffusers. Um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was just kind of naturally came to us, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it was kind of like. As well, like Molly said, it was like a timeless, it's a timeless product, but we were kind of like, sure, if we don't sell it now, like it's not, it's not like the end of the world, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we can always like try yeah, again yeah. Um, and they don't go out of date or anything, you know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> sustainable, sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. But that, the whole process with that as well was a huge learning curve for us because it was a completely different product and like we had to work with other people to get that done and like we had to uh, like hire someone to make up a label for us and like it was all these new things that we hadn't done yet so it was really exciting and we wanted to get them out sort of like early enough for Christmas that was kind of the goal but it ended up being sort of like near the end of November which wasn't ideal but it was just because of we hadn't really thought through everything not not that we hadn't thought through it but we didn't know exactly how long these things take so it Uh, it was really good like learning curve as well um but we're thinking like we've developed more gifts maybe in the future and like stuff like that so we don't really know what direction to go yet that's very good um I suppose there's something I was thinking about as well was when you have all these products and they're selling so well and you're getting kind of the exposure online particularly was there any shops that kind of reached out to you and said geez we'd love to 
to have some of your products maybe to put them online or i know i suppose a lot of the shops were closed but especially kind of online any brands reach out to you at all or, or maybe something that you would be interested in doing in the future yeah we'd definitely be interested in the future um at the time a few like little boutiques did reach out to us at one stage during the summer um but it was just kind of the way that the face masks work they're such a cheap product and for us to make it and then sell it onto a shop at a price they would buy it for it just wouldn't have made a profit for us um so we just kept it to ourselves kind of and the online thing was working well enough so exactly no i think it's it's definitely the way forward as well i was just thinking early because of the the type of products they are they're kind of for those boutiques and especially donegal is kind of famous for those those lovely shops around the coast as well so i was just wondering would that be something that that, that could have happened i suppose as well you know the, the instagram page is getting more followers and more traction you've got some recognition from a few big magazines and a few big newspapers talk to me a bit about that yeah, so we had um, a couple of uh, magazines and newspapers, as you said. We had uh, Image, uh, Stellar, VIP Magazine, Kiss Magazine, Tatler, Irish Times, um, Donegal Woman, Irish Daily Mirror. Um, but yeah, they, at one side, they just kept coming. And um, any press is good press because if with press, um, you get um, you kind of get fresh eyes, and that's what you need because you can only do so much. For your followers on on um especially instagram or any social media so um that's what a business needs to keep afloat like you need the interest um so it was good it was and if we didn't get any and at press always help with if we didn't get sales you'd get likes or you'd get followers or you get messages you'd always get something out of it so it was great to get anything that we did and we were delighted and so appreciative of everyone who did uh help us out yeah exactly and like it was actually we had like huge response from influencers as well which was so helpful um like the likes of like Louise Cooney and Sinead the vlogger and Alien Amelia they all like posted up for us during the summer and it was fantastic because like the the influence they had you like it was crazy um like you wouldn't even believe it and then from that as well we got like a few of the editors from magazines that would mess just just from seeing it us on their pages and that kind of thing and then once we kind of started to get these messages we reached out to more editors and stuff like that so it was really yeah it was really exciting <laughs> um I think the best one as well was the Sunday Times because they came out and like sent a photographer out to the house to take a picture of us oh very good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Great stuff. Um, I was going to ask about that as well. And in terms of, you know, the newspapers and magazines reached out to you and you've been able to kind of message them as well. Um, is there any kind of companies like yours around Ireland that you've seen um, in some of those papers? And, you know, how, how do you, how do they kind of compare to yourselves? Yeah, there definitely is um, a, few, uh, <laughs> uh, a few businesses. But the thing is with um, with other industries that there would be like a cottage industry, like a small um small uh, shops selling um we can really learn for them from them in ways that like they and the ways that they post on social media or how how they interact with their own followers and stuff and it's great to see um but obviously it's a bit of competition too so you have to stay on, on top of your game I guess um but the thing with us um I think that uh sets us apart in to a certain extent extent um would be that we're um three sisters probably um that were family backed 
Um, and like, although we realized um, they were kind of, we're real, although we're sisters, we're real different. Um, and the three individual kind of personalities are like how the, like the products that we have are really individual to us, even though you might not see it, but we can, we understand okay. like the, the pattern of that is really Lisa or the pattern of that is really Anna or, or that kind of thing or the scent of that candle. Um, okay. Like it would be a really me <laughs> or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our little twist upon it that we, that we were uh, sisters. Uh, sisters. <laughs> Good stuff. And these kind of have set roles. I know Lisa spoke about the website there and that was her kind of expertise, but these have set roles when you start designing the actual um, product. So they're not strict roles, but we do all kind of like have our own part that we're probably better at than the other part. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm kind of like behind the website and that kind of thing, more like the techie side of things, I suppose. And then Molly um, does like a lot of the social media. Um, um, she would organize like what kind of pictures are going to go up next week or yeah. like that kind of thing. <laughs> And like again, like reaching out to like different people, different editors or whatever. And Anna does a lot of like customer service, answering the emails or the messages and doing packaging right. and that kind of thing. So we all kind of help out, um, but they're kind of like the vague roles that we have. Yeah. And I suppose like uh Molly, you were mentioning there that your USP is nearly the three sisters, but how do you get on as sisters? It doesn't change much when you're in the business environment. Um, I think that we really had to learn that we have our own way of, of working. <laughs> um, it was a strange right. um, sort of dynamic at the start. Um, and we, def- we definitely clashed at certain um, certain stages. Um, but I think that's when we realised we do need to like separate the jobs and you know if someone does have some more college work at a certain weekend or whatever like they can rely on the other um to get that done um uh, we do get on really well actually as sisters we rarely fight I mean we used to fight when we were younger but since we've grown up I think we're we're pretty close and um with that it kind of comes in handy sometimes that you can like being sisters that you can just like boss the other yeah, yeah. person around or or like literally just be like I don't like that to their face and you don't have to care really what they <laughs> are feeling yeah no it's definitely important because you know the, the the phrase of not going into business with family or friends is like a big thing that's kind of bandied about like but I suppose if you if you do have that brutal honesty with them it's it's nearly a good thing as well in the long run yeah I can understand though where people come from when yeah. they say don't just because just because it, it like all our conversations are always about oh, asking face or like we should just be sitting on the couch or we're just like and Lisa or Anna or myself would see a post on Instagram and we're like oh my god that's such a good idea and you're literally you're trying to take some downtime and just right. switch off but that's what you always have to be thinking and just keep going with it the ball rolling I suppose you're all doing your own college work as well and stuff like that there. How do you find balance in that? Like, is that, is it kind of like a weekend job or do you have certain working hours for the company itself? And then you say, look, it's just college work now at the minute. I'm not doing any more of the business or how do you kind of find the balance? And has it, has it, has the balance even been harder since you went back to college? Um, it was definitely 
got more difficult as we went back to college. Um, but like for example, in January, um, we had exams and stuff, um, and we took a we took a t- a little time off, um, and we did, like we made a conscious decision decision to do that. Although it's, yeah. We- probably did affect sales and and followers and our own uh, probably did, did affect the brand but we just had to take a take a break because we had other stuff going on um it's definitely so time consuming a lot of tlc has to go into it and it's not as if like i know everyone's in lockdown and working from home at the moment but eventually they will go back to their office or their whatever they're working and they'll come home again and they can switch off and it's a nine-to-five job or whatever whereas we'll we're literally working from the, from the house all the time and it's a bit more it can be a little suffocating sometimes in that sense. During the summer, uh, when we started off, we had lots of time to put into it and like get it going, which was really great. Um, so as you said, like whenever we went back to college in September, it was a bit of a kind of reality yeah, check yeah. that we don't have all this time to put into it anymore. But we like we all decided we really want to keep it going and for as long as we can. And because we do like love the work. Yeah as well <laughs> but it's not just all like <laughs> negative no. but um yeah so we, we did decide like we're going to try and just keep doing this even though like it was going to be a lot of time and we have like kind of not mastered juggling it but like we have a good idea now how yeah. to juggle things uh like we do a lot of the work at the weekend or sort of like in the evenings that's the good thing about it as well like you can work until 11 o'clock at night if you want you're not uh, like the house like stuck in a, a, <laughs> yeah. a certain yeah or certain hours that you have to come in or whatever so yeah yeah we can just like make our own hours um which is a great thing as well yeah I'd say it's great though as well to kind of have something that you are so passionate about something that you really enjoy you know you're doing it as sisters and then to kind of have that as a bit of a break from the studies as well is it's kind of like you know uh, your kind of sport or your kind of interest as well so it's it's something to kind of to break up the day as well so I'd say it's it's not as uh not as depressing as as you're making it out to be yeah it's <laughs> no, not I a chore <laughs> <We're good. laughs> um no no we yeah like even when you get like a Instagram notification or something you kind of just like oh, yeah. kind of drop everything else and go uh, and just yeah, do yeah. a bit of work on it like so yeah, no, it's, it's like such an exciting thing, and we're so grateful for everyone who's supported us so far. Like it's and like given us the opportunity to be able to come this far with it. Um, yeah. yeah. I suppose you were talking there about, you know, the difficulties you had initially setting up the website. Um, and another challenge is of course balancing everything. But was there something that that kind of was challenging, maybe from the social media side of things, maybe from reaching out to to people that that maybe you didn't expect to be difficult, but you find quite challenging initially, maybe. Yeah, uh, especially with social media. Um, it's definitely it's definitely not not an easy game, and it's it's such a worldwide platform that anybody can access it. So yeah. the standard of a post has gone crazy high like it's you make sure everything looks perfect everything looks good and the not just the post but the it suits the page or it suits your story or your the vibe of your of your product or the or the brand yeah um but yeah it was definitely um difficult at the start you can even see on our page that it just it got uh slightly better as we went on because we're just learning as we said um right yeah, it was definitely a learning curve uh, social media as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It's also if we didn't have social media, we probably wouldn't have a business. You know, it's it's definitely 
uh, the business of the future and it's it really helped us in in good ways too <laughs> yeah and do you find the social media particularly do you find like because our generation spends so much time on their phone do you get kind of sick of it in a way where or do you kind of log off for a while or do you have it on a separate tablet or a separate phone just or is it all on the one and do you ever get sick of it I suppose um sometimes maybe uh just because especially now when you're staring at your screen all day and then you're staring at your phone all day yeah, and yeah. spending hours and do social media and like yeah it can get tiring in that sense but I wouldn't say like I'm sick of the Instagram page or anything because I love going on it and like we from my personal Instagram and then if I go on to the mask your face Instagram we follow like such different people on mask your face and like different companies and stuff so I love like scrolling through that sometimes it's just a bit refreshing see when you are going through those those pages and stuff is there people that are companies or people that you kind of take inspiration from where you're like I like that look I like the vibe of that that we can maybe incorporate that into one of the products yeah definitely like I was saying like we learn from other maybe small uh, mask companies or small candle companies or whatever but we even like we might just look up hashtag candles on on Instagram to see how other people yeah. have uh, put their candles out there put their masks out there or just ways to different ideas for photographs and stuff because um posts definitely do uh increase sales or increase interest they definitely um definitely help so it, if you have a good post it does make make the world of a difference in that sense you're always trying to like boost engagement like as much as you can and even like in the sense between like Instagram and Facebook there is sort of like a difference there as well as in like your Facebook likes might be of kind of like a slightly older generation Um, not that our generation doesn't use Facebook careful careful now But yeah, so like you're kind of like catering for the followers as well. Okay, so I suppose from we're looking at the business side of things and it's kind of driving engagement to, to boost sales and stuff, but you've done some charity work as well. Um, particularly, was it a few months ago you were working with Laura Lynn? Yeah, we were working with Laura Lynn um, a few months ago. We had decided that we wanted to do something with the charity just because as we all know charities have really suffered during COVID and haven't had the same funds as they usually would any other year so we decided we wanted to do something and around that time our good friend Amelia Skinner had passed away so we wanted to maybe do it then she had died of cancer sorry and uh, we wanted to do it in like in her honour so um, we reached out to Luke her husband and he picked Laura Lynn Foundation which was we were really happy about it because it's such a good foundation um they support so many families around Ireland so we were really happy to um fundraise money for them and we raised like over a thousand Great euro stuff. which yeah. was incredible we we're so happy with it and we're hoping to like do something more in the future uh so we might like do something for darkness into light good stuff um no I think it's very important to highlight that just that the kind of the different sides of business and the importance of both like and I think it's it's a great great thing that you did as well especially for that charity I suppose these aren't coming from business backgrounds these are some of these are doing science some of these are doing law 
is it something that you kind of thought about maybe I might do a master's in marketing a master's in business is it something that you kind of wanted to go into maybe that you didn't think of maybe a year ago but something that you might want to to go into now um good question (laughs) (laughs) I I think I would definitely I would definitely consider doing a master's in some sort of business aspect um I think like I've really enjoyed uh, building the brand and uh, like it's been so interesting uh so I definitely consider it I don't know if I'd ever leave like my uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah I think like we all have our own passions as well so it's kind of hard to know what yeah will, the future will hold yeah us, but, but I think a business um a master's in business would be such a broad thing um but yeah as, as Lisa said it's more of a we have our own passions as well and they always say not to make um your passion your job because it, it doesn't become your passion anymore or stops being your passion then um yeah but yeah it's definitely there anyway leave it on the back back burner for now <laughs> you get all the phrases out of mouth. they're just coming out i'm not joking <laughs> i think you just looked up a pile of phrases before the <laughs> Oh, they all just come to me now. They don't spite about. Oh, Jesus! You're made. You're made for business. So you are. You have all the jargon. <laughs> um, I suppose the product um and the company initially came from the demand for the masks because of the pandemic, and this kind of business spark then then came because of that. But do you think? Do you think it would have came anyway, just based off maybe your environment at home and your other interests? Do you reckon that you could have gone into something businessy eventually, or do you think that this is just kind of a flash in the pan and and you were nearly surprised yourself? Um, it's hard to tell. Like I can see both sides of of that question. Like I don't know if we ever would have done something so soon. Um, like if we were ever to do something, it would definitely be years after we graduated and stuff. So. Um, like when we actually have time for it maybe but um no but I think as well like as you said just because of like the environment the the business background of our parents and stuff and I just feel like yeah we might have done something anyway we always loved the idea of being three sisters yeah in a brand um I feel like it's it's just a lovely um (laughs) combination (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah it is it is mad to think <laughs> i'm trying to think of a phrase here um, no, but it, it is mad to think that we we have a business especially coming from no no business background really um so where, where we are it is where where we are now it is mad to think uh about but yeah it's, i'd say like lisa said we'd be much older um probably a bit on in in our own careers maybe if we ever did think about it but yeah we did love always um the fact that we were three sisters for, yeah. for a brand even yeah no it's a good good selling point so it is um i suppose it's it's been well i suppose it has what what when did you start was it april or may or i don't know may yeah it was may it was right. yeah it so was it's like middle of may it's it's nearly a year i suppose since since you started I suppose setting up the business itself and then kind of putting yourself out there initially, you know, to your friends and family, taking your own pictures, modeling the masks yourselves. Do you feel that the whole process itself 
has developed you, not even business-wise, but in terms of nearly brought rather kind of different areas that you might not have known you had out of you or anything like that? I think it's definitely made us a bit more creative. Um, I'm a bit more intuitive. We kind of learned a lot about each other. Maybe a bit more confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we learned a lot about each other, but also about about business having your own um, brand or company. Um, But I think if we would be able to bring what we learned to another business, if if we ever did go into more businessy side um, down the road somewhere. but yeah, it's definitely we definitely learned a lot, and I'd say we have developed a bit. Um, our characters have developed a bit more. Even like just organization of it all, probably has developed our organizational <laughs> skills and stuff like that. Like, um, but yeah, I think it definitely gives us a bit more confidence too in ourselves. Even just like getting ready uh, and yeah, modeling yeah. those pictures and stuff even though you can't see that <laughs> my face but and even like just working yeah. like working with people obviously I know it's us, us three but like we're still um calling people or, t- or messaging people and stuff and then how to how to write these emails or how to write these messages to these people and how to like network in that way it's it was very um yeah educational in that way yeah exactly and like no degree can teach you that like that's all life yeah. experience and these are obviously either you learn from your mistakes and you you know you improve them then so that's great to hear um I suppose for yourselves you know we were talking about maybe something that you might want to do after school in terms of education but do you have goals for yourselves not even business-wise but maybe just um as, as sisters or individually <laughs> it's just like a where you see yourself in five years or something I will. I I'll say that phrase for you, Molly. Where do you see yourself <laughs> in five years? <laughs> oh God, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Hopefully the... in college, like yeah, <laughs> on campus. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. Oh God. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, personal goals. I don't know. Just to finish my degree, and then I'll go from there. I guess. Um. <laughs> I haven't. I don't. I haven't really planned much. But I actually was shocking. Uh, this is a little anecdote. I actually didn't even know what I was gonna do for um for college. Like I literally, I was I was planning on doing science for so long, uh, and then I last minute, like the day of CEO change, the like CEO deadline is like five p.m. that day. I changed at twelve p.m. that day. Um, too right. long. <laughs> It's crazy, like <laughs> oh, Alice is in the same uh, same line, anyway. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know my personal goals so far. What does that tell you about yourself, Molly? Exactly. <laughs> <Changed> your <life. laughs> For me, I I'm well. I plan to graduate next year, so I really want to like. I think everyone's kind of the same right now. Yeah. Like, get out of the country and sort of like just go and travel for a while, maybe. Um, I'd love to do that, and maybe after that, just kind of figure out probably do some yeah, yeah. masters or something. <laughs> um, I'm still kind of figuring it out, I suppose. We'll wrap it up there anyway. Um, once again, thanks very much for coming on. Um, I really appreciate it. I think there's. It's kind of nice to see kind of behind the scenes of, of how the company works. A lot of people that are listening are going to know the brand and have definitely worn the mask before. So I think kind of getting an insight into yourselves and, 
and your inspirations behind starting it and, and how it actually works there at the house is is, is nice is nice to hear about i suppose before we go where can they find you on instagram and and the website as well and if there's anything coming up that you want to share first of all thanks so much for having us on <laughs> great crack but our instagram is at mask.your.face and our facebook is mask your face and our website is www.maskyourface.ie um just in terms of what's coming up in the next few months we have some new summer prints uh face masks bandanas dog bandanas um everything and we've also had some new like neck tubes and hair bands that we've just launched recently like in the past week or two so plenty coming up that's what you like to hear <laughs> yeah stuff. anyway and before you go you can follow the mixed bag podcast on instagram as well so for anyone listening to stay up to date with the episodes so anna molly lisa thanks very much for coming on really appreciate it all the best thank, thank you bye, bye. <laughs>